You are listening to an original Tequila Sunset Please podcast recording powered by Anchor FM. For more podcast episodes, please visit Tequila Sunset Please show page on the app that you are currently tuned in on. As you listen, please do not forget to subscribe to our show. And thank you for your support. Enjoy. Hey y'all, good morning, (laughs) well good night, good afternoon, whatever the fuck it is right now for you. To me, it's the morning, honey, so I'm literally using my voice for the first time of the day. So is she a little raspy, that's my morning voice, okay, so get used to it. (laughs) Anyway, um, welcome back, welcome back, welcome the fuck back to another episode of Tequila Sunset, please, with me, your girl, Essence Amare, also known as Bougie Bankroll, Bougie with a J, not a G. And um, so today I just want to talk about a few things from the intro. No, well, not really a few things. I just want to tell y'all how my week is going, honey. So I started my new job. Yeah, work from home. Um, and I had a beautiful walk-in closet, and guess what I did? <laughs> so I seen on YouTube this girl, she was um like I was doing research on Airbnbs and shit, and for her Airbnb, she turned her fucking closet into an office. But she had a tiny closet, so I got a real nice big walk-in closet. So I turned half of my fucking closet, honey, into my office. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I think that was a beautiful, wonderful idea. I'm going to be doing my recordings in here. I'm in here right now at the very moment as we speak, recording my podcast. Um, I can record my YouTube and do my work in here. And it's in a secluded area. It's private. Um, nobody comes in here. Nobody Everybody's welcome in here, and that's that. And on top of that, I have my ancestor altar as well. So, yes, of course, it has to stay private and out of everyone else's eyeballs. And if you don't know what that is, Google it, because <laughs> that means it's, it's not for you to know. Anyway, so, yes, the um, first week is going pretty swell. Well, that's a lie, because um, I've always been good with tech and, like, electronics and cords and hooking things up and getting things to start and everything since I was a little girl. So when my equipment arrived, I had everything already, uh, well, when my equipment arrived, I immediately started taking things out the box and putting things together, and my whole setup was put together in a whole different part of the house, mind you, and um, then I got the email saying, hey, don't unbox anything, just wait, we'll put everything together as a classroom. I said, oh shit. So I sent the email like, well ma'am, um, I'm pretty good with these kind of things, so my shit's already hooked up. But, little did I know, these people sent me a demo um, computer, like the black box part, and um, so I hope I have two two large screens, um, a separate monitor, um, well, a two large uh, monitors, a separate uh, router, um, the little black box computer, and a phone and a headset. 
So, and I'm supposed to have a webcam. So, my webcam has not came yet, which I guess is supposed to come today. So, and uh, my black box, like I said, is it needs to be rebuilt or whatever they're saying. So, I guess a new one is supposed to be coming today. Um, today is Thursday. I started Monday. So, it's on okay. For the meantime, I basically turned my personal laptop into their system. So, I had to download and, and um, be... Um, what's it called, Geek Squad, honey, and turn my laptop into their um, system um, for the time being and using my cell phone for the WebEx part. So, it's a lot, but we getting through it, we getting through it. Not that y'all even fucking care. I'm just, you know, running my mouth when y'all know that the uh, at work from home um, job is going pretty well, okay? I just got to figure out, um, because I'm not used to working for people, honey, because I'd be working by myself, working for myself, and that's the goal, but I think I found a really good company, so I'm going to stick with them, and that they will be my, my side hustle, even though it's a job. My entrepreneur and my business will be my, my, my full-time, and then I will still be full-time with them, but you know... You know, you know. But in the meantime, this is my foundation. We getting everything secure, set up. And this money is going to be used for investing. Point blank, period. You know? Use your 9 to 5 as your foundation, honey. Don't let that be your, your end goal. You can still be a fucking multimillionaire. You can still be a business owner. You can still be everything you want to be. Have all your dreams come true. As long as you're determined, you're dedicated, you're committed, and you know that your 9 to 5 does not have to be where you end at. Yeah, you got time before work and after work, so it's up to you to use that time to utilize for yourself to get yourself out of having to work for someone else and do that 9 to 5. You can do your own 9 to 5 for yourself, for your own business, for your own empire, and, you know, build your own corporation and have people coming to you working at your 9 to 5, and you're the boss, you're the owner, you're the CEO, you're the owner, fuck the CEO, man, you're the owner, you know? That's the goal. That's the end goal. And then, of course, be investing. Invest, 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 invest. Yes, the market's down right now, but from my research, it is actually the perfect time to invest because what goes up must come down. What goes down usually goes back up. As is a below, below um, so below is above. So, that's that. Anyway, I'm just fucking rambling. So, let's get into the tea. Today on the tea, we are going to discuss um, a few people. So let's get started. I don't even want to go down the list. I'm just going to get started, okay? So, Wendy Williams. Yay! Well, not really, because it's still kind of sad. Wendy Williams is starting her own podcast, finally, um, just as I recommended. So, she clearly heard my advice. Go, Wendy. <laughs> it's like, no. But, um, yes, Wendy Williams, she is going to start her podcast inside her beautiful $4.5 million penthouse. Um, her first guest is supposed to be Fat Joe. Um, but the only problem is... I don't even know if this shit was Wendy's idea because 
some guy named Will Shelby then came out the woodwork. Well, not really. I guess they were friends for a while. He's her fucking jeweler. He's an entrepreneur. Now he's her fucking manager. And now he is this podcast creator. And he seems to be doing Wendy down bad just like everybody else. <laughs> like, seriously. It's, it's really sad. Because first of all, like a week ago, um... Who was it? Um, uh, not the Shade Room. The other one. What's the other one called that comes on TV? Um, TMZ. They did a interview with Wendy, and she looked horrible. She should not have been on fucking camera. She sounded like she was, like, delusional as hell. You could clearly see Wendy is not healthy. Whether it's, um, no, mentally, she is not healthy. Wendy is not in a state of mind to be trying to do no fucking podcast. Wendy don't even like people in her house. So this man didn't turn her house into production. And um, it's going to be called The Wendy Experience. And he's just taking over everything. And then in his interviews, it's not no we, no we and no Wendy and I. It's me, myself, and I. It's like every time he's speaking, he's like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it's not we. It's not Wendy and I or anything. It's, it's really sad. So clearly, he does not have Wendy in his best interest. But he's making it known that her purple chair is going to definitely be a big part of her podcast Um because that was a big thing on the Wendy Williams show. So, um, I don't know. But the actual first episode has not even been... Has not been shot at all. Um, and we just really need to pray for Wendy and look out for Wendy. Because clearly everyone has Wendy in their uh, worst, worst worse like nobody it seems like these people don't want anything good from wendy like the production of the wendy williams show basically just kicked her out said bitch fuck you suck our dicks um we gonna nut in your face and you ain't getting paid for it and you not getting no rag or nothing that's basically how they treated miss wendy so her um her uh husband actually spoke on her behalf as well well not her husband the fuck calvin kevin whatever her name he wants to go by her ex-husband actually spoke on her behalf as well um he did a live and um so i'm going to play this recording so you can listen to how he feels and what he had to say on behalf of wendy williams my ex goes, I pray, I tried the best that I tried to do. I'm just going to give y'all an exclusive that when she was in Florida, she was in a, a, the best place she could be. And the devil's that be wanted to pull her back up there to manipulate her and get her caught up and stay caught up in the same web that she was caught up in with the demons. And just know that at the end of the day, the health and wellness trip that I'm on, that me and my son are on, we desperately tried to do the best that we could do. And when you got so many people involved and so many, so many demons, it's, 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 it's hard. But I wish her well and for the manager was wild, and he sat in a goddamn room while she sat in another room, naked and throwing up on herself, and he didn't call 911. She was damn near dead. That's burning up, yes, yes. 
same man that's accused of fraudulently using a credit card and charging shit. on behalf of his ex-wife Wendy Williams. You heard him say that her past manager basically let her die while she was in the back in the in a separate room vomiting on herself naked and the guy did nothing, didn't call anyone for help, didn't try to help her personally, did nothing. So, as you see it, um it's like Wendy doesn't have anyone on her side. And Calvin, although, yes, he has been speaking on her behalf, nigga, you fucking did her, you one of the first people that, like, did her dirty, yeah? You was her, the love of her life, and you cheated on her with someone half her age, get the lady pregnant, and then take all her money and try to give it to this lady and that baby and start a whole new family with her. So, nigga, you ain't, you ain't no better. So, I don't know. Let's just keep Wendy again in our prayers. Uh, Miss Wendy, we love you. And uh, we hope that your podcast uh, works out. And we hope that this guy, Will, doesn't ruin you um, even more than what these people have already done. The demons, the devils, as Calvin calls them. And um, <clears throat> we hope that you succeed. All right, moving on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving the fuck on. We're going to talk about um, Nicki Minaj. So last week I spoke on Nicki Minaj supposedly being pregnant, okay? 
Um, so, uh, she was teasing about her pregnancy again. Um, but first, before I talk about her pregnancy, let's talk about her making history this past week. Uh, Nicki Minaj was the first, well, Nicki Minaj has now surpassed 26 billion streams on Spotify. And that's across all credits. She is the first female rapper, first rapper, period, to hit this milestone. Um, she is wonderful, and it's wonderful, sorry. <laughs> it's wonderful that she's been in the game for, what, like 15 years? Probably, maybe more or less, around there, give or take. But she's still fucking breaking records. She's still fucking making hits. She's still the queen. She's still that bitch. And congratulations, uh, Nicki Minaj. Okay, so now, um, I did get a recording. I hope y'all don't mind these recordings because, um, clearly the tea, you need to know exactly what's being said and what's, uh, from the people's mouths. So, until we get further, uh, further along on how we want to do this, this is how we're going to do it, okay? So, I'm going to be playing these recordings, but, um, yes, like I said, um, I'm going to play the recording of Nicki Minaj trolling us about her pregnancy. So take a listen. Am I pregnant? Oh, oh have I found out? Oh, I didn't want to tweet this. I'm not fat, y'all. I'm pregnant. <laughs> We still don't know if she is fucking pregnant or not. <laughs> but 
But Nicki Minaj is a whole ass good time. She always likes to play with us. She always likes to keep us guessing. That's why she's still fucking relevant because she knows how to entertain. So I guess we'll find out eventually if, if she was trolling, if she is pregnant, or if she just a little chunky chunk. You know, it's just okay. It's okay if she is a little chunky chunk. So am I, honey. We all got that little pudge. That's called good pussy pudge, nigga. So, uh, get it right. So, go ahead, Nikki. Continue on with your good pussy pudge. It's all right. So, moving the fuck on <laughs> to the next subject of the tea, baby. So, now I want to discuss Sierra, baby. Sierra came out with a new single. Uh, it's her first single in many, many years. I'm not sure of the number. But the song is called Jump, J-U-M-P. And I watched the video and listened to the song. The video is very, very cute. Um, in the beginning, the cheerleading scene, I freaking love it because I was a cheerleader and on a drill team. So I thought that was just freaking adorable. Um, and she hasn't aged a freaking day. That bitch is still sexy as hell. She looks so young. She's like 36, 37 or something, which she is still young, shit. But she looks like she's 20. She's a bomb, okay? Um, so she had the cheerleading scene. And after that scene, it followed up with lots of cheeks. Lots of booty shaking. So you can't never go wrong with that. Um, there was lots of different visuals. Lots of different colors. Lots of styles. Lots of hairstyles. Uh, the braids with the firecrackers on the end, that shit was fucking shady. I love that scene. That was beautiful. That shit was so hard. I wish I could really get my hair done like that and just walk around with fucking firecrackers on the end of my braids, okay? That shit was so cute. You cannot say that was not cute. But I love the whole video. The whole entire video was off the chain. Also, like how she gave a tribute to Missy. Um, you can tell by her style, some of the styles in the video, especially the all white one. That was like uh, a Missy Elliott type of situation. Uh, like uh, the song um, Super Duper Fly. Something, something, something. Whatever the fuck. I forget her song. Don't let me. Anyway, but the song itself. Okay, now, Sierra, we're going to talk about this song. My opinion. My opinion, everybody is trashing the fucking song. I think the song is cute. I don't think the song is that bad. Um, it is, um, sounds like a Sierra song. <laughs> sounds like a, a early 2000s Sierra song. Um, I think what makes the song not so good, in my opinion, is all the extras. Who the fuck is all the extras rapping? You could have did without them. Uh, all of them. You could have did without all of them. You could have just kept it your own personal song or you could have brought like Ludacris back out, out the woodwork or something like that. Not a whole bunch of extras and a bunch of extras who are, we don't even know who they are. At least I don't know who the hell they was. So, but other than that, I don't think the song was that bad. Um, and um, the video clearly was beautiful. So, that is not my law. This is part of the T. So, yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say about that. Go, Sierra. You're still gorgeous. You're still bomb. You still got the moves. Still got the voice. Um, just work on the music. That's all we got to say. And cancel the extras. Moving the fuck on. 
And last but not least, we're going to talk about Beyonce and Chloe Bailey. So, word on the street is Beyonce is sabotaging Chloe. And um, the reason that is, is because, well, basically, Chloe revealed um, during a live that she did this past week that she doesn't know when her album will be out at this point. And I don't know if you guys heard the little, but that was basically her, like, slapping her, her, like, throwing her hand up in the air, like, I don't know, and slapping it down on her thigh. And in the video, she's clearly disappointed. Um, you can see it all over her face that she's full of disappointment. And as she should be, um, especially since she been talking and getting us ready for her album for months now and she thought that it was going to be coming out uh i believe end of july beginning of august but clearly um that's not going to happen and the reason that is is because i think it's due to um Columbia Records. But I'm going to play a recording first. Um, this recording is from her interview at the Essence Festival this past week. Can you talk about a moment where you really had to big your own self up because your confidence was shaken or maybe broken? I think just literally a month ago, I finished my album and I'm really proud of it. Everybody who was listening to it, they said they loved it, blah, blah, blah. And this one person said something, and it completely ripped my heart to shreds. And so for about, I'm being completely honest. So, you know, with anything that we hold so near and dear to our hearts, it's sensitive. And it's like, when I'm in the studio creating it, I'm like, okay, this is, this is it, right? This is bomb. But it's like, whenever you have to play it for people or share that experience and be so vulnerable, it's really scary. So it's like, you're already doubting yourself, but then when outside opinions come in, you're like, is it good? Is it trash? Like, am I even supposed to be doing this right now? And it's my first project about my sister, so it's like, I'm constantly having to remind myself, yes, you're good, Chloe. It's going to be okay. And reminding myself that, so that was literally just a month ago. I, I, it took me like two weeks to get out of it. So as you heard, you heard her speak on about... Um, how someone close to her doesn't like her album and she played the music for them and um, they just expressed how they didn't like it and it really hurt her feelings and um, <clears throat> she said it hurt her, her heart so dearly. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder who that could have been that does not like her music that's so close to her. So um, on a side note, um, the reason people are saying that it's Beyonce sabotaging her is because Cleo is signed under Beyonce's company, which is called Partways Entertainment. She's also signed under the parent label Columbia Records, who also Beyonce is signed under Columbia Records. And uh, although she had her first hit, um, Have Mercy, that like skyrocketed and went platinum. Um, it was everywhere. She was performing it. It did really, really well. It was on a TikTok and everything. 
And so, although that did really well, her following two singles, um, Treat Me and Surprise, did not do as well as Have Mercy did. So, therefore, I'm thinking that Columbia is probably waiting for another big hit like Have Mercy before releasing her album. But they also, um, like I said, Beyonce is under their contract. And Beyonce is clearly going to be the big money before uh, Cleo. So, not that they are necessarily putting... Uh, or not that Beyonce is necessarily trying to personally sabotage Cleo because that doesn't even make any sense because that's Cleo sad to Beyonce. So clearly any money Cleo bring in is going into Beyonce and her camp. So why would Beyonce try to sabotage Cleo and mess up her own bag as well? So, I clearly, I, I truly don't believe that Beyonce is a fucking mean girl and that Beyonce is just out here hating on Chloe. But you never know. You never, you never fucking know. But like I said, um, so of course Columbia is going to push Beyonce because she came out with her new song, um, Break My Soul. And she's following that with the album right right behind it. So her album is coming out, I believe, very soon. So with that being said, that put Cleo on the back burner, sad to say. So um, they're going to push Beyonce's new song, Beyonce's album, Beyonce's Adidas line, um, everything Beyonce and little baby Cleo got to get, gotta get pushed to the side and now she has to wait her turn. So, we're just going to sit back and watch and wait and see what happens. Um, like I said, I don't believe Beyonce is a mean girl, though. I do believe that it's all business and it's all due to Columbia. Um, and um, Beyonce does have the option to put out her music when she chooses to. So, right there is the only, only place where I would say it's a little iffy as to why she chose to do it at this point in time when Cleo's album was also supposed to be dropping. That would be the only, only, only inclination where I would say B was being messy. BB. <laughs> BB and Sean. <laughs> Beyonce was being messy. So, we'll see, I guess. We'll sit back and maybe we will, maybe we won't. Who knows? Because clearly all of this is behind the scenes. And it's none of our fucking business. But I'm going to talk about it regardless because it's the tea, baby. Well, thanks for tuning in to the tea. That's all we have for this segment of the episode. Tequila Sunset, please. And stay tuned for the fucking key, the money, the big, where we are discussing how to make a side passive income doing affiliate marketing strategies. All right. What's up, y'all? So now it's time for the key, and we already know that means the coin, um, passive income, passive income, uh, making money off of your phone, um, working from home, things of that nature. So today on the key, I'm going to be discussing how to make side passive, passive, <laughs> how to make a side passive income doing affiliated affiliated marketing strategy. Basically, a lazy $400 an hour. So, how do you do this? First, you want to type into Google, Google Sites. Yes, type, go to Google and type Google Sites, S-I-T-E-S, 
<clears throat> Once you open up Google Sites, you want to sign in. And what I mean by sign in, you want to make an account. And you should already have a Google account, actually. Uh, most people already have Google accounts. If you have an Android, you definitely have a Google account. And if you have an iPhone, um, you may or may not have a Google account, but I'm sure you do because who doesn't? So, you should already have a Google account, so you should just have to just sign in. Once you're in Google Sites, you will see um, a few different squares. The very first square you see is a blank Google Site. It will have a large colorful uh, plus sign with a white background. So you want to click on that um, so that you can uh, start a your own Google Site. And don't worry, this is free of charge. Uh, basically, you will be making $100 or you will be making a fucking little bag from $0. $0. So, so you'll see the create a title um, after you open up your Google Site. And before you create your title, you actually want to go back to Google and you want to Google five ways to attract money or five ways to make money or five ways to save money. Anything related to a list and money. So you want to open up articles and read. Yes, I said read. It's fucking free money. So use your brain and fucking read. Do research. What are you reading? You are going to be reading um, different articles on what you just looked up. And you want to choose the one article that interests you the most. So after you have chosen your article... Um, you can use the actual title from that article and copy and paste it. And, of course, you want to doctor it up. Don't copy and paste exactly. Uh, well, don't leave it exactly how you copy and paste. You want to change a word or two words in that title so that you are not being uh, plagiarism. So after you copy that title, um, you put that title into where it says create title. Now at this point, um, it lets you decorate your title. So you want to decorate that title and make it look all nice and pretty. So after you've copied and pasted the title and decorated your title and created your title, you now want to do the same with the article. You want to copy and paste um, the article. And, um, of course, once you paste it, you want to make changes. You do not want to keep it word for word. You do want to make changes and try to make it your own. And you want to do that with five things from the list of the article that you chose. So, basically, you're creating your own list using this article. So now you have a full article on your Google site, and um, it's talking about five ways people can make money or five ways people can do something that will require them to get some coins. So after you do that, now I want you to go to a CPA platform. It's called cpalead.com. That's C as in cat, P as in paw, A as in apple, lead, L-E-A-D, dot com, which is a CPA marketplace with thousands of different CPA offers for you to promote. CPA stands for cost 
per action, and it's meaning most offers require people to literally, um, they you base cost per action means you get paid per action. So with this particular one, um, your people who you bring to your site, they literally just have to enter their email address, and then they too can become qualified leads. <clears throat> Well, they will become qualified leads. And then uh, once that happens, um, it's basically literally that simple. Uh, you will be paid for every email submitted during um, your, while they're under your CPA.com Google site. And um, you want to make sure um, that. You clearly sign up for CPA.com. You need to create an account. And then after you create your account, you want to log in as an affiliate and take it from there. So um, that's all the information I have for you today on affiliate marketing using CPA leads. Again, go to CPA.com. Or you can Google CPA platforms to get more information. You can Google affiliate marketing to get more information. And, um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this process, <laughs> this episode of The Key. And we'll be back with the lie. Yes, bitch. For today's law, I was on fucking YouTube just scrolling, and I seen Lotto with a bunch of cats around her, and I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And the song was called Pussy, and it had just premiered like nine hours prior or something. So I clicked on Pussy by Lotto and listened to the song and watched the video. And let me tell you, honey... That's just going to be a summer anthem. That's a good song. And why is it a good song? It's because it's talking about men. And uh, about men um, being pussies. Fucking pussies. Um, it talks about them trying to control our pussy. <laughs> and it talks about them not even having respect for their own motherfucking mother's pussy. The pussy they came out of. Not having no respect for their own mama. Talks about um, their egos being bigger than their dicks. It's just a gross song um, promoting women, promoting um, us, saying fuck these niggas, um, treat them the way that they treat us. The reason that um, so many female rappers are making songs about disrespecting men, disrespecting men and using men is because that's what they've done for us for generations. Use us, treat us like shit. Um, subjectify us, especially black women, so why not uh, make our songs dedicated to fuck you and nigga, yeah, so that song is called Pussy, it's by Lotto, and it literally just came out like this past uh, couple days, so go check it out, and she has some beautiful kitty cats in the video, I love cats. Um, she looks cute as well in the video. She's basically sitting on the couch, um, rubbing on the different cats and loving on the cats and talking shit to the camera about these pussy-ass niggas, okay? And the pretty pussy in between her legs, okay? And how these pussy-ass niggas try to control our pretty-ass pussies, and they cannot. 
They cannot, okay? You will not. You cannot. And for the ones who allow that to happen, baby, get it together. If that's not your husband, he should not have no control over your life. Point blank, period. Okay? Shit. And secondly, for the law, I want to talk about uh, the Pittsburgh artist Sneaky Oppo and Young Island. Go to Sneaky Oppo on YouTube or go to Sneaky Oppo and Young Island on YouTube. Um, those are two separate YouTube pages. They did come out with some new music um, over the past week. So I want you guys to go check out their new music as well and um, help get them on the map. Pittsburgh, stand up. Sneaky Oppo and Young Island. All right, that's it for the law. See you at sunset, baby. Welcome to the sunset, baby, where your pussy should be wet, your dick gonna be hard, and your mouth will be left open. Okay. And you better have your motherfucking drink, your blunt, or whatever you do to enjoy your surroundings when you're fucking chilling. Right with me in my hand, I got me a tequila sunset please and that's of course the the tequila i'm drinking today is don julio <laughs> and if you don't know the ingredients for a tequila sunset it is tequila grapefruit juice and grenadine so yeah all right so today's story is about a foursome this story may <laughs> or may not be real. Just sit back and listen and fucking enjoy a story of a foursome. There was a group of people they met at a call center. The call center was a place where they did something. I don't fucking know. It was like telemarketing or something. And this part of the story is actually real. And I won't tell you that because these motherfuckers fired me for being sexy. Swear to God. They fired me for being too fucking sexy. They told me that I was a distraction to men. And that um, the clothes that I wore, which were regular, but they just fit me tight. And I couldn't help that my body is shapely. And I got a nice ass. And yeah, supposedly it was causing a distraction. And these motherfuckers fucking fired me. I was like 20. I don't know how old I was. I was young as hell. But anyway, fuck them. <clears throat> Story of before some. So yeah. Um, it was a group of people that met at this particular call center that I'm talking about. And one night. They all decided to hang out. It was two girls and two guys. They met at an apartment. Um, I believe the guys were roommates. So basically the girls came to the house. Once at this house, they began drinking and entertaining each other by playing different games. One of the games that they played was True for Dare, I believe. And it was a sexy truth for dare. So it wasn't like, 
I dare you to jump up and down and scratch your head. No, it was, bitch, I dare you to show me that pussy. I dare you to kiss her in the mouth. I dare you to uh, play with my balls. (laughs) And the truths were like, is it true that you like anal sex? Is it true that you fucking had two dicks in your mouth at one time (laughs) shit like that so they began playing this game of truth or dare and while playing the game towards the end of the game everybody is fucking asshole naked so one of the girls gets dared to put a freaking was it a 40 bottle up their fucking pussy? And so, my fuckers is like, oh shit, is she gonna do it? And the girl proceeds to put the fucking 40 bottle in her pussy, and we couldn't believe it. So, she begins literally, like, not just putting it in her pussy, she begins fucking the 40 bottle. So we're like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of weird, but it's kind of turning us on. So we already naked, and people start touching on each other. And then when um, things get to going, it's first girl-on-girl action. And the guys are watching. And they are basically playing with themselves while the girls are doing their thing. And then uh, the girls begin filling on each other, sucking on each other's nipples, uh, filling each other's asses, grabbing and squeezing and touching and rubbing. And then they begin touching each other's pussies. As they're touching on each other's pussies, they're moaning and kissing. And the guys are watching and they're clearly turned on Dick's heart standing like a baby leg. And they begin touching on them own selves. So... Uh, as they're touching on themselves, um, the girls begin performing oral sex on each other. And then the guys are like, fuck this shit. We can't take it no more. They separate the girls and they each take a girl. So then the couples, quote unquote, uh, begin. The guys begin eating the girls pussies while the girls are laying there and rubbing on each other. Side by side, like the nipples and shit. So then the guys get up and they both put their dicks out. Well, dicks already out, but they put their dicks uh, in the girls' faces and the girls begin sloppy top. Swallowing, sucking, spitting, gog, gog, gagging. (laughs) Okay. Yes, honey. So then... As everybody's getting it going, um, juices was flowing, and um, before niggas is about to come, they swap bitches. So, as the girls get swapped, um, we're like, fuck it, hell yeah, another dicks, and bitches get bucked. <laughs>
So as everybody's fucking, um, partners is switching, um, yes, condoms was involved. It was just a really good time. Um, uh, more oral sex gets to going, gets to sucking and slopping and swallowing and spitting. My fuckers probably skidded like two, three times throughout the night. It kept going on and on. My fuckers is drunk, high, and just enjoying themselves, having a good old time. But I do recall my fuckers did getting showers. My fuckers. Did uh, make sure bodies was clean and fresh before the game started because the goal was to be fucked. It was on some freaky shit and everybody knew that. So everybody was clean. Everybody was with the shits. And that's why this shit happened the way that it happened. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a story of a foursome. Um it may or may not be true. Um, I may have been a part of it, may not have been a part of it, but it's always good to explore your sexuality. It's always good to do what you want to do and have fun and not worry about being judged and just enjoy your time. But be careful with soul ties. Now, if this is a true story, this is not something that is recent. This is something that happened a long long time ago because this day in my life I would never do nothing like that well that's a lie but you know you still got to check people's energies and make sure that you feel comfortable with being around people uh the personalities their energies their character and their spirit so yeah but at the end of the day, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> Everybody got their nut. And it was a good time. And motherfuckers may have started becoming boyfriend and girlfriend for a little while. And shit like that happened. And it is what it is. I think some people end up having a baby out of it. Like there was a couple that might have had a kid or something. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> But all right, that's the end of the sunset, baby. I hope you enjoyed your time. I hope you got your towel and I hope you cleaned up your mess. All right, y'all, that's the end, period. And as usual, as I say, please love yourself unconditionally because if you don't, how can you love someone else? And repeat after me, as usual. I am capable of admitting to and correcting my mistakes. Confidence is contagious. I am blessed with a grateful heart. And I count on people who love me when I need them. So yeah, that's that, y'all. Oh yeah, I wanted to say... My bad, uh, Chloe. I keep saying Cleo. I said Cleo for the fucking longest, like Miss Cleo from back in the day. Her name is not fucking Cleo. Her name is Chloe Haley or Chloe Haley. Chloe Bailey. Her sister's name is Haley. My bad. So, I apologize. I apologize. I know I kept saying that. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. No, her name is, or Cleo, Cleo, Cleo. Her name is Chloe. 
All right, y'all, that's it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tequila Sunset, please. With me, your girl, Essence Amare. Check me out on all social medias. Well, not all. I ain't got no Snapchat, but I got a motherfucking YouTube, which is Bougie Bankroll. Bougie with a J, B-O-U-J-I-E, Bankroll. And uh, TikTok, we have a Tequila Sunset Please TikTok, as well as my personal TikTok, Essence underscore Amari. And follow us on Instagram, Tequila Sunset Please, and my personal Instagram, Essence underscore Amare. All right, y'all. Deuces.